on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. This is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. Good afternoon, and welcome to the first edition of the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show here from Rudy's Barbecue, I-35 and Teasley in Denton, and uh, a new era of Coaches Show I'm hosting instead of Dave Barnett, who is molding the young minds of tomorrow over at the Mayborn School of Journalism this semester, so you get me instead. How about that? Um, but, uh, <laughs> but new year, two new head coaches to talk to this season, uh, Ross Hodge on the men's side, and we are joined first by Jason Burton, the head coach of the Mean Green women's basketball team. And uh, yeah, give him a round of applause. He's off to a great start here. 12 and three record overall, two and one to start the American era. Coach, first off, before we get into, uh, into the X's and O's and basketball talk, just how has your 2024 been? Happy New Year, by the way. I know we're eight days into it, but uh, how's your 2024 been uh, treating you so far? Well, happy New Year. We're two and oh, so I mean, the New Year's treating us really well. Um, you know, bef before we get any further, and, and we've made light of this on a couple of broadcasts uh, so far this year, and then yesterday at the pit, we had a moment of silence for uh, for Evan Moore, um, a practice player on this this Mean Green team who who sadly passed away over the the Christmas holiday. And you know, and, and it's something that even when I got here five years ago to start doing the women's basketball games, um, you really don't see how many people go into the success of a basketball program and it's from you know you see the staff you see the coaches you see the players but there's so many people behind the scenes who make a team successful and Evan was a huge part of that just just talk a little bit about what he meant to this program and you know everything he brought day in and day out at practice this guy right here I mean, he wants to start pulling the heartstrings already huh oh man oh this is the first year I've had male practice players. I've always had a different philosophy. I believe in, you know, you recruit good enough players, you want them to play against each other every day, make each other better. Um, and then this year we got male practice players. And then at first it was like, man, we can't even score on these guys. And we had some guys that should not be here, right? Evan, Evan actually had an um, opportunity to go and play somewhere next year. 6'4", uh, I mean, he was dunking on our team every practice. Like, it was, it was not fair sometimes. But he made it so much better because you had to be, uh, you had to be fundamentally sound when he's guarding you, and we could put him at any position. He was always the other team's best player, and then not just that. Um, Jock can can speak to it. He spent extra time shooting with our players. He was somebody that really wanted to be a basketball player. He wanted to be on the men's team. Um, that was his passion, and if he couldn't do it, he wanted to coach. And we, right before Christmas break, we had a conversation. Uh, me, Evan, and Deuce. Deuce is another one of our practice players, one of his best friends. And we were just talking about what they wanted to do and how they were going to do it. And they talked about coaching. And this summer they were going to coach a U team together. And um, just a, a, a bright young man that was in his freshman year that, that loved North Texas. He loved our players. He loved his team. Uh, loved this university. And then we went to the funeral on Saturday and to see how many people 
loved him and the impact that he had. He was such a light um, in this world, and so he would definitely be missed. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with his family and everyone who his life touched, um, basketball and outside of basketball as well. Um, you know, looking at, uh, you know, you mentioned the success that he has helped generate so far. I mean, we'll take a quick look at non-conference play. Uh, Ten and two record to go through the non-conference slate. In that stretch, there were three records that were broken, two that were tied. So five, re five records either get broken or something gets scribbled in. Uh, next to it is a tie. Points in a game against UNT Dallas, 117. Best start for a first-year head coach on the women's side in program history, 7-1. and one. And then the best start overall in program history, 10-1 and one record through 11 games. Um, you know, there's announcing a new era of Mean Green basketball, and then there's what y'all did. Um, just speak to the success of, <laughs> of taking over for a team that went 11-20 and 20 this year or last year. Was there any sort of, like, inkling at the beginning of the season that, we have the ability to have this much success heading into this season. I mean, you know, I, I know we had talent, right? But there's, there's so many things that have to go right for you to be able to have a start like that. And it seemed like, there was a time it seemed like everything was going wrong. We're in June and, you know, one of our young ladies that transferred from Wichita State, who's, I mean, having an incredible season right now, she, we're doing a rebounding drill. She asked for a loose ball, dislocates her shoulder. They're like torn labrum. She can have surgery now and miss the season or she can play. And I'm like, you can't tell the kid that she's got to play. She's got to want to do that. And Man, she's just toughed it out this year. And, but that's one thing that's like, if she's not playing, that's arguably our best wing defender right now, right? And so, um, but she's playing. But we had a, another young lady playing through a torn hamstring. When is Donnie Robinson going to get back? There was all these things that were like, yeah, we have talent, but are we going to put it together? Are we going to be healthy enough? Um, and then the other thing is they got to buy in. And our staff has done such an incredible job of just day in and, and day out preparing this team, these players, and they bought in. And, and uh, you know, Jocelyn's going to talk in a little bit. But, I mean, the year she's had, I know she's used to scoring, but I've been challenging her all year to play some defense. And, Man, is she doing that right now and, and rebounding? And she's a complete basketball player. And I just, we've seen players take strides in the right direction. Tamisha Lampkin is so dominant right now. It's, and, and so, you know, I knew the product we were going to get with Desiree Colonel and Deonnie Robinson coming in. But um, to coach a whole new group of young women and, and have a new staff and it all to come together and come together this quickly, a lot of things had to go right. And so, uh, uh, definitely blessed that to be in this position. But now I, I do believe, though, um, once you get belief, it, it, the team starts to take on a different personality. And right now, you got a team that believes that they can win and, and not just believe they're doing it. Now, every game, we've gotten a little better. Even, even last game, you look at uh, this of the last three games, right? We went up to Charlotte, and Charlotte right now is in first place. And they won at South Florida. South Florida was preseason picked number one in the conference, and they go to South Florida and beat them after they beat us. And we're first, we're looking at the Charlotte loss, like, man, we should have won that game. And we should have, we jumped out, had a great game to start. Second quarter, you know, two of our, our starting two bigs getting foul trouble. It's a bad second quarter for us. We never quite recover all the way. Uh, and we ended up losing that game. But then with Philly, two Temple, man, what a historic place and, and a team that's been really, really good. They had a tough non-conference schedule. That's a tough team. 
and to go out and really just dominate the first three quarters uh, and find a way to go to Philly and win that long road trip. And, and not just that, but on the heels of, you know, losing to Evan. And then you come back home and we're like, how are we going to respond? It's our first game back home with everything that's been happening. We hadn't been home in a month. And then to come out and it's 45 to 19 at halftime and just dominate that game. Uh, it's, this is a special group of young women that we have. You've been very adamant to me, especially on our pregame and postgame shows on the radio, that more success this team has, the bigger the target gets on your back. Um, because teams start seeing, okay, we got to bring our best game to face North Texas. How does that make your job more difficult? How do you think your young ladies have responded to that challenge of, okay, when you go out there, you're going to get the best shot that these opposing teams have, especially in a conference that's pretty tough in the Americas? Right. Uh, I, I think we do a really good job of focusing on the games ahead. And then when we need a little extra kick, like before the game yesterday, our associate head coach, Brittany Brown, she comes to me and she's like, we're not warming up good, coach. I hope you're ready to say something because you better say something to, to fire this team up. I'm never out there for warm-ups, but I don't know if she said that, that they really weren't doing that or she just wanted them to be extra inspired yesterday. And so, obviously, then she tells me like a minute before they're about to come in, you better have your, your pregame speech better be good. And and uh, we'll, we'll ask Jock if she thought it was good or not in a second. But uh, <laughs> uh, they do a really good job of focusing in on, on the task that we have in front, not looking too far ahead. We know this week it's, it's a – luckily, we got to buy on Wednesday. We don't play midweek, and so we get a long time to prepare, kind of recover, uh, but prepare for Wichita State. And, you know, we got to take care of home court. And they, and they really believe and buy into taking care of home court. Well, we'll talk to Jocelyn Moore here in just a second after we take our first break yep. on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show here on uh, at Rudy's Barbecue, I-35 and Teasley in Denton. Jocelyn Moore is coming up next. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries. The pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas and Hikana's White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. There are three words that fuel excitement at Bill Utter Ford. Ford Truck Month. At Bill Utter Ford, we have trucks that are especially priced to move off our lot and right to your front door. Why wait? The time is now to keep on trucking in a new truck that's tough enough and smart enough to keep you moving and grooving. Let us save you thousands off all the inventory we have in stock. Stop by and visit us or shop with us online at BillUtterFord.com, a Denton County tradition for over 67 years. 
Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue here, the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Continuing our theme with women's basketball here in the first half hour, we are now joined by the senior out of Round Rock, Jocelyn Moore. Jock, appreciate you uh, burning a little part of your Monday here at Rudy's with us. Of course, it's off day, so <laughs> I love to be here. But, uh, okay, first I got to ask, was, was yesterday's warm-up as rough as Coach Brown said it was? Um, personally, I think we've had rougher, I would say, but um, it didn't seem like our energy was super high. Like, we kind of, like, weren't talking a lot, weren't yelling, weren't being super hyped. didn't seem like we were, like, fully integrating the game. So I'm glad, like, he did give a great pregame speech. We out there playing for Evan, so it was like, I don't know, it gave us the spark we needed to come out, come out strong. What is this team, because you're one of the returners from last year's program in your second year with the main green. Um, what has been the biggest achievement for you as a player going from last year to Coach Burton's system and, and everything that, that's come with those changes when a new staff comes in and, and you have to adjust as a player to, uh, to what they want and what it's going to be like? What, is, what has that change been like for you over the last year or so? I mean, I would say the biggest change in, like, you have to have a complete mindset switch. Like, this coaching staff doesn't put up with anything um, like mid-level, everything we have to do has to be at a high level, like going 100%, all that. So I feel like for everybody, honestly, like in my situation, we're going to come into practice, get better every single day. If they know you're not playing at your best, they're going to get on you and make sure you uh, uh, pick it up. So, yeah. This all goes back to the beginning when Coach Burton first got here, and uh, one of the first things you guys did uh, was something coined boot camp. Yeah. Um, walk me through boot camp because I just heard the phrase boot camp and that already knows something I'm not going to be able to go through. Uh, talk about what you guys had to go through as a team uh, during the boot camp era at the beginning of uh, when Coach Burton got here. Well, no, I'll start by saying, like, I tell people all the time, every day that goes by, I think we're a day closer to boot camp next year. Like, that's how hard it was. Like, <laughs> Um, it was only like a good like two weeks, like eight eight or nine days, but it was definitely I think the hardest thing I've ever done. Not even like the workouts itself, but like the waking up early every single day. Like I know football does it all the time, but and then two workouts a day. We're tired, like it's like the hardest workouts we've done, but like we it does grow together for sure. And now everything we do after that will be easy compared to that. So does part of that come from too? I know this system is at is very well. I mean, you you guys have probably all seen the hashtags on Twitter. Premium gas only, all gas, no brakes. How much did that just prepare you for how fast this offense can run and how quickly you guys have to get up the court? Um, yeah, definitely. Like all boot camp was mainly just running. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like, but it like it helped because now we can outrun teams every single game. I think we had a game where we haven't been able to like um, score and transition well, outrun teams, be in better shape than every team we play. So it helps to like play the style of basketball we want to play. So, turn the clock back on your basketball career from Rock, Texas. Um, went to Round Rock High. Yes. And you were on varsity as a sophomore? 
Yeah, as a sophomore. When did you first kind of think to yourself internally, okay, I'm really, really good at this whole basketball thing. Um, I can take this to the next level and, and play collegiately. And I know you started out at Incarnate Word, but when in your in your high school career did you first start to think, okay, this is, I, I can do this at the next level? Um, honestly, I didn't even know I wanted to play in college until I was a junior. Like, I loved basketball, and I was like, eh, just probably stop, but I could never... Like after getting to that age when you realize like well, one or two years left, like I realized I could never stop anytime soon. So um, once I like, got a couple offers, I knew I definitely wanted to keep playing. So you started Incarnate Word, you spend two seasons there, um, and then you transfer to North Texas. Talk me through that decision about uh, deciding to, to come up from San Antonio up here to Denton and, and join the Mean Green. Um, yeah, being from Round Rock, it's also like close to home. It was a bunch of levels up, so like I knew the competition would be better get to play with some better teammates, better people. Um, I like the coaching staff, so it was just like a great fit, I feel like. Now, looking at this season specifically for you, I mean, going back to your Incarnate Word years too, I mean, especially your sophomore year in Incarnate Word, you were a volume shooter. I mean, I, I think, I can't remember the exact number on the stats, but I know you alone put up almost as many threes in your sophomore season as the entire North Texas team had that year. <laughs> Um, you're just putting up threes left and right. Now, you're, you're not quite that volume shooter that you are or that you were at Incarnate Word that you are now. But one thing I've noticed, especially from your junior year to your senior year, is your, your shots are getting better. They're falling down more. I think this time last year you were shooting 35% from the floor. You're now at 47% mm -hmm. this year. That's a 12-point jump. You were 29% from three last year. This year you're 33% from three. Talk me through the changes from last year to this year. What's made your shot go in more and how you're choosing to approach this from an offensive standpoint? Um, I would say, like, I just put in a lot more work over the summer and preseason this year. Obviously, I shoot a lot with uh, one of our managers, Jackson. He helps me a lot. And then, of course, like Evan, practice players, they would help me a lot too. So, like, a lot of things have gone into it. Coach Britt, Coach Lee, they all helped me work with my shot, like getting my feet set quicker, like getting my shot out quicker. So, like, a lot of things go into it, and then, I mean, I'm not taking as many shots, but I love, like, like embracing a new role, playing better defense, like, being part of a winning team, everyone has to do that. Defensively, your game has really stepped up compared to last year. What's been the biggest key for you there to really take your defensive game to the next level? Um, I feel like I, I can't, <laughs> you just know it wants to be a liability on the floor, and I felt like in the beginning of the season, and last year, I was a liability on defense, so I feel like I had to, like, really key in on defense. If, like, it's a mentality. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. Coach Britt worked with me a lot on my defense, so like they got my footwork a lot better to where I can lock up people. Um, outside of basketball, in the classroom, what's your, uh, what's your major? Psychology. Do you want what? It, tell me, what do you want to do with that? Um, I don't know for sure. I wish I knew like so I could have a set plan of like every step I wanted to take to get to that goal, but I think I want to do sports psychology because I know like, especially now, people are, like, really starting to take focus on, like, the mental aspect of sports. So, like, as that is a growing field, I want to, like, be a part of that. You want to stay in basketball as long as you can? Yes, I, would, I would want to, yes, for sure. Do you want to play at the next level beyond college? Are you, are you content to go into coaching, go into sports psychology once your career here at North Texas is done, or do you want to try and play at the next level? I mean, I've thought about playing overseas for sure. I mean, it's not a set decision, but I guess see what opportunities can come to me and see what happens from there. Well, there you go. That is Jacqueline Moore. We're looking to seeing your game against Wichita State here uh, coming up on Sunday. It's
Give a hand to Jocelyn Moore here. Jocelyn, thank you for joining us. Of course, thanks for having me. For a little bit. And uh, we'll take another break here on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. We'll uh, wrap things up with Jason Burton here and then switch gears to the men's side with Ross Hodge. That's coming up. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open a nice cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow-smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow-smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue as we continue along the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Now joined once again by the head coach of the Mean Green women's team, Jason Burton, here to uh, wrap up this women's basketball segment before we switch gears to Ross Hodge and the men's team. But, Coach, uh, briefly want to walk through conference play so far. We already talked about... Uh, I want to acknowledge something real quick before we do that. Okay. Jocelyn Moore is right here. She just spoke to you guys, and... She just graduated a few weeks ago, um, three and a half years, college graduate, now working on her master's degree. Uh, oh, she's up there she is, looking for you. Uh, and that's incredible. Uh, she, she's a true student athlete. She takes both of them very seriously and is a joy to coach. And so anytime you get a chance to, to recognize that, we should recognize that and honor that. Now, one more round of applause, please, for Jacqueline Moore. Everything she's accomplished both on and off the floor. But, um, you know, Coach, looking at the, the game against Temple, the first win of this American era, I mean, walk me through that game a little bit because we came in and we were looking at the stats and the game plan, and Temple, forget everything we've said about going up there, that historic place, such a tough place to win at the LaCourse Center up there. They were the fourth best offensive rebounding team in the country at 17.5 per game. You guys almost tied them in offensive rebounds. It was 17 to 14, and then you dominated the defense, the, the rest of the glass. 49 to 31, you out rebounded one of the best rebounding teams in the country. Played some great defense, 
in that game as well, especially in the first half. You almost, more or less, temple at their own game in their own barn. This coaching profession is such a, uh, there's so many highs in it. Because you'll win the game by 20, and you're like, man, we, we're going to beat everybody. You lose one game, you're like, it's the end of the world. I don't know if we're going to win another game. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, we lost two games in a row, which we hadn't done that all season. So we're looking at Temple like, we lose to Temple, that's three games in a row. And uh, so the thoughts going through your head, and I just know in, in the prep, Coach Foster, that was Coach Foster's scout, Dr. Foster. And uh, we're all looking at what you just said. We're looking at how well they read the ball. And if you go back to early in the season, we played Gramlin here, and Gramlin out-rebounded us by 20. And so we're having flashbacks to the Gramlin game like, this could be bad. And I just remember Coach, Coach Foster saying to them, don't go to Philly and get punked. <laughs> like, do not go to Philly and get punked. And we had a very intense practice the day before we played Temple. And, and um, I think they locked in. There's something about being in Philly and, and being in, in, on that Philly culture. We went to, we landed and went straight to get Philly cheesesteaks. Outside, went to, went to Pat Kings. And uh, part of me secretly was happy because the Eagles had just lost. So I'm like, oh, the Cowboys got a chance to win the division. And we're there, we get our, our cheesesteaks, and it's, the line's wrapped around the corner with no, nothing but Eagles fans. And I didn't do it. My staff didn't want me to say anything. I actually had on green. I had on North Texas with an eagle on my uh, beanie. And so, um, but I, I thought our team embraced the, the game that was ahead of us. Like, we knew it was going to be a physical game. We knew that they weren't going to call a lot of fouls. And they, they really didn't in that first quarter. But Mish was just a beast. Like, she was hunting rebounds that game. And, um, you know, some of the shots that we thought we'd normally get to the free throw line, we didn't get to the free throw line, but Misha went and got the rebound put it in. I think that we kind of followed her lead that game, like, as far as just going after boards. But that very first defensive possession, and you said it, we were locked in. All five people were blocking out. And that was one thing. There was always one or two that didn't block out. And that, this was a team that they sent five to the glass. And so if, you, if one person didn't block out, they were going to rebound. And so, you know, we end up, Outbounded them for, I think, I think 18 for the game, but they still got 17 offensive rebounds. Um, but part of that was they missed so many shots because of the defense that we played. And so uh, they did a great job of just locking into being the team that we needed to, to, to be to go to Philly and win that game. You mentioned Misha because she had, she had a good game against Charlotte. Yeah. She's 0 of 9 from the free throw line, though. Followed that up with maybe one of the best games of, her se of this season for sure maybe one of the better games of her career, and went 8 of 9 from the free throw line. 8, what was, eight of 10. 8 of 10, excuse eight me. Of 10. 8 of 10 from the free throw line. Um, what was her mentality after that Charlotte game and then just to lock in, turn it around, and put it behind her and have that good of a game against him? We shot a lot of free throws after that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just that. We shot 46% from the free throw line as a team. And, and if we shoot from the free throw line like we did the last game, the game after that, could have won that game. We'd be 3-0 in conference play. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy stat to look up. And right now we're number two in the country in free throws attempted behind LSU, who won the national championship last year. And, but we're not up there in free throw percentage. And so, you know, we're scoring a lot of points, but we'd be scoring even more if we locked into the free throw line. So that's it's got to be an emphasis for us moving forward. And, and we've talked about, like, this time of the year, being a time of the year where you don't have class, you have, a, you have opportunity to get in the gym a little bit more. Um, and so we have to do that. And I thought that we did a good job of just 
getting reps at the free throw line, and, and it, it's paid off the last two games. And then FAU uh, yesterday, a, a big win in that uh, contest. After FAU made the opening bucket, you guys went on a 10-0 run, and it never really felt like that game was ever out of your grasp. I know you called Temple probably the most complete game of the season up to that point. Would you say FAU was more complete even than Temple, especially because I thought, too, yeah. from my perspective, the defense, it was great against Temple. It looked even better against FAU from my little broadcast perch. Yeah, for sure. And it, the game could have easily been nine to start. The three, we shot three threes in a row, which is a little bit uncharacteristic of us to start the game. They were wide open. If Joplin, Moore, and Sham, and E get wide open looks, they should take those every time. And, you know, all three rimmed out, and so they, they scored the first bucket. But, you know, part of how good our defense was was there was no live ball turnovers, really. We only turned the ball over nine times for the game, and that's night and day compared to, the, you know, we've been playing this year because of our pace you know we've turned the ball over a little bit but um when we take care of the ball and we get back our, on defense and our defense is set we're a really good defensive team and so there's going to be some games where we turn the ball over but that one area has had to be improved and i thought that we locked in to just taking care of the basketball not allowing live ball turnovers and so our defense was set we're going to guard and, and um, our, our team is really taking on an identity as far as getting stops on the defensive end so now uh, a week off from games until Wichita State, or I guess six days technically, uh, before the uh, Shockers come to town on Sunday. Um, first off, it's got to be good just to get a breather after <laughs> playing a lot, being on the road a lot. You know, you had the Christmas break in there, but still it's just you, so much traveling. Um, you say Christmas break and it, yeah. you got a Christmas three days. Three days, yeah, yeah so was... not much break with air quotes. <laughs> Um, but just how, how good is it just to have those six days off and then kind of give me a, a brief report on what these Shockers look like? I know they got a game tomorrow because they don't have the full week off. Um, but uh, challenges they'll present as they, they roll into the Super Pit here on Sunday. Having locked into to Wichita State a whole lot, um, we'll do that. I mean, we had three games, basically three games in eight days. And so we spent a lot of time watching Charlotte, Temple, FAU. Um, I watched... I walked this morning, walked jog this morning, and I watched a little bit of Wichita State, and I've watched bits and pieces earlier this year. Um, I, I think that they're still struggling to find their identity right now. And um, I think they're sitting at one and two in the conference, and they play tomorrow. Um, we've just got to continue to focus on us right now. We watch majority of the teams in some form or fashion in our conference, and uh, it, it's the same thought process for us. If we come out and be who we are capable of being, we're able to win every game. Uh, you know, the little things got to go right. We got to make free throws, but we're a team that can score the ball, and teams got to worry about guarding us. And, and one of the things that we talked about earlier this season is, is when Deani Robinson starts to come around. We haven't talked about Deani enough. When in she starts to come show. around, our team is going to like the ceiling of our team is only going to go up. And then you look at Shadeja Brackens, our freshman, and as she starts to come around and figure it out and figure it out how good she is, our our arm gets an even higher ceiling. And so you look at yesterday, and those two players specifically had really good games. And Desiree Colonel has carried us pretty much the whole year with Misha Lampkin, along with uh, Jonathan Moore and Sham. It hasn't really been a Deani Robinson type of that we will have scoring the ball like she's been in her career. We have two 1,500-point scorers on our team. And then you look at a 1,000-point scorer in Jock, you look at Misha, who's having an incredible year as far as top five in the country in field goal percentage. 
so the more weapons that we add to our team, and now right now, Shadija Bracken is getting confidence. Uh, has, this team has a high ceiling, so we have to keep improving as a team. Uh, we'll lock in the next two days and, and really uh, figure out Wichita State. Obviously, we have a coach that's been watching them all year, but I'll lock in at Wichita State, and, and uh, uh, we'll come up with our game plan. But this week is, is, a, is a unique week in the fact that we're not just looking at Wichita State, though. It, we turn around and we have three games in eight days again. So you got to lock into Wichita State, SMU, and then uh, South Florida. And I, I spent actually some time yesterday watching SMU, and I've watched SMU a whole lot. And so, you know, part of this week, as we practice this week with, you know, more days to practice with no games, we'll start game planning against all, for all three teams for next week. That is a 2 p.m. start on Sunday. We hope to see you at the Super Pit there. If not, you can, of course, listen on the Varsity Network app with a 1.30 p.m. pregame show. Uh, coach Burton, your first uh, Mean Green Basketball Coaches show is in the books. Appreciate you spending some of your Monday with yeah. us. And uh, best of luck as this season continues. Appreciate we'll see it. you back here next Monday. Yes, sir. That's Jason Burton, everybody. Coach of the Mean Green Women's Basketball Team. We'll switch gears and talk to Ross Hodge and the men's Team. That's coming up. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow-smoke prime rib. Be up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue. Slow-smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next in line. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green Basketball Team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Do you believe in the mean green? For over 60 years, Bill Utter Ford has been a proud sponsor of the North Texas Wheel Club. Every mean green alumni and student gets special discounts through our X-Plan pricing program. And come check out the all-new, totally redesigned Bill Utter Ford with free Wi-Fi, a Starbucks coffee bar, and over 500 vehicles to choose from. We're located on the utterly affordable side of the Metroplex in Denton, Texas, and at BillUtterFord.com. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas and Hikana's White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. 
Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. On the Mean Green Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. And welcome back to Rudy's as we continue along the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Now switching gears to talk men's basketball, and that means we get to drag Hank Dickinson into the uh, picture here. But uh, the star of the show at hand, the new head coach of the Mean Green men's basketball team, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ross Hodge. Coach, uh, appreciate you spending some time with us here on this uh, Monday. And uh, man, just to briefly look back at what a whirlwind of a non-conference schedule you guys had. I mean, you guys played some tough teams. Mississippi State, St. John's, LSU, Fordham was in there. Um, it was just, Boise State. It was just a, a gauntlet. And, and you, know, you, you look at a 9-5 and five record right now. Four of those losses combined by 11 points. I mean, obviously you want the wins at the end of the day, but it still had to be encouraging that, you know, you're right there with some really good teams in the country. Yeah, we wanted to uh, wanted to challenge ourselves in the non-league. You know, it's the games that our guys want to play in. And, you know, there were definitely times in my, my mind I was thinking, like, is this the, the smartest thing to do? But, you know... Um, you definitely you you don't get any sort of falseness on kind of what you are. Sometimes if you play too soft of a schedule, you can win a lot of games and you can breed some confidence that way. But you can also create, like I said, a falseness on you know your strengths, your weaknesses, what you're good at, what you're not good at. And playing that schedule, we knew early on exactly what we were and where we needed to get. And um, credit to you know, the players that we have in the room and the leadership, Ruben Jones, Aaron Scott, those guys have been through tough stretches before and knew we just had to keep getting better. And you look at it, you're literally, you know, a player or two away from being undefeated and, you know, a player or two away from, you know, being on the other side of it. The, the first game of the year, you know, we talked to our guys about that the next day in the film room after the Northern Iowa game and told those guys that if, number three had made that shot at the end of the buzzer instead of missing, and we don't win in overtime, we'd feel completely different in the room right now, even though we're kind of the same team. And so the message didn't change much after we lost to Fordham by a fingernail and, you know, lost a tough game at Boise. You know, it wasn't like because we got a bounce against Northern Iowa that we were great and we had it figured out and – because we lost a couple close games, we were terrible and no good, even though, you know, in the way that society is nowadays with, like, social media and, and you, you can feel that way. Um, I mean, ask, ask Dak Prescott. I mean, he was terrible. Then he was the MVP. Then he was terrible again. And now he may be the MVP again. 
you know, all in a span of a couple of weeks. So, um, but we did want to challenge ourselves and felt like it, you know, paid dividends, um, you know, to start the, to start a league. And the dividends that it, it pays now, as opposed to five or 10 years ago <clears throat> with North Texas basketball, you're number 68 in the net ranking. You're number 61 in the Ken Pomeroy ratings. And, and while Ken Palm doesn't influence the NCAA like the net does, that net becomes very important in February and March. Yeah, that's what the exciting, exciting part about being in the American is that the amount of opportunities that you're going to be able to have the, you know, quad one games and opportunities on the road and at home. So, um, you know, obviously the net is what allows you to play in the NCAA tournament and seeding it's super important, but for us, and it's what we talked about today um, in, in film this morning, just we can get much better. You know, we can get so much better individually, so much better collectively, and that's kind of what the focus has to be. When you looking now at this team, you've won four straight games. You have not lost since the Mississippi State game. Um, victories over UT Arlington and LSU Shreveport to close out non-conference play. Then you get the big win at Wichita State to open up American play in which you did not have one of your top players in John Bugs III. Um, always tough to win in the roundhouse. You did it behind double figures from Aaron Scott, Jason Edwards, and C.J. Nolan, as well as you only had Reuben Jones for 20 minutes in that game because he suffered an injury midway through the contest. I mean, 74-62 win in Wichita, tough to win, and you didn't have two of your top players really for at least half that game and one for the whole game. That was a very gritty win and a tough place to play. Yeah, we, you know, um, you have to be so connected in those type of environments. You have to be so together. And that's one thing um, Jason can talk about when he comes up here in a little bit. Like, our group really is together. And they really are um, committed to each other. And they believe in each other. And a lot of times, it starts, that's where it starts. You know, it starts with that. You have to actually believe that you can go into those type of environments and win and, and um Stay connected through adversity. Adversity comes in a lot of different ways. It can be, in, you know, officiating. It can be in injuries. It could be a guy just getting really hot and making incredibly difficult shots on the road. And, you know, you point back to the Boise loss, and we had to play like the last three minutes of that game without Ruben and, and Aaron because they both fouled out. And it was a painful, it was a painful learning lesson at the time because that group hadn't played much together that we had to finish that game with. And I did a bad job uh, managing that situation. Should have called a couple timeouts, but we all learned through it. And then you get thrust into it again, second half of Wichita, and you're able to manage it a little bit better because you've been in those, you've been experienced as the best teacher. Yeah, and I, I was telling uh, Zach and share it with the fans here tonight, I, I felt like coming off the win at Wichita State and having the short sample of time to get ready for a really good Tulane team you may have won the game at 1.30 in the morning at Denton Enterprise Airport. We got off the plane, and it was raining at night like it was earlier today. It was coming down. We, we were excited because of a win, but you knew Ruben was out. You knew Bugs was out. We were the only team in the league to be asked to play on a Thursday-Saturday turnaround, which, you know, Coach told the team, I could get down or upset about that, but I love it. We keep saying we're the toughest team. This is our chance to prove it. Ruben's out. We're going to have to overcome that. And I think your message to that team at that moment was, we'll be ready on Saturday. And I, I thought Saturday was one of the best wins I can remember in a long time. And certainly, you, you planted the seed well that night. Yeah, we've uh, obviously been a part of some incredible 
incredible wins the last you know five or six years NCAA tournament wins championship wins but as far as like a gratifying win knowing that and, and Tulane's really good you know they're a really good basketball team and um so we had to have a like a super tight game plan you knew you were going to be up against a little bit and and you don't always know how it's going to work out but I did know like when I was talking to those guys before the game um in our pregame message they they fully intended on like winning the game they weren't and and we were we're the only team and didn't make a big deal about it you know and and don't really want to but there's I don't remember how many league games we figured out 18 times 14 teams I don't know 252 maybe but 252 American games and we were the only team that has to play a third we had to play a thursday night saturday it was the only and, one and a one o'clock saturday yeah, so one o'clock not going to get guys back that are hurt that quick. so it was um but yeah we embraced it our guys embraced it they didn't make excuses we're no excuse culture no excuse program and um you know i told jason like okay look we're gonna go out here and you're gonna have to make every shot you shoot tonight <laughs> and he he listened to the coach and he was super coachable, and he made every shot he shot. <laughs> player of the week, by the way. Yeah, player of the yeah, week. Congratulations, in the congratulations by the way, to him. For, uh... And um, you know, we've had a lot of talk about it, and um, you know, nobody's nobody in our entire program has probably been as coached as hard as Jason has since the moment that he stepped on campus here. Been really, really hard, fair, fair, right? Yeah, but hard really hard on him and and um you know he just shows up every day he goes to work doesn't get personal and um you have those type of performance and he can talk about it like when it's rooted in winning which is it's it's we talked about it's like a mental gymnastic because you want to be a great player and and there is a individual component to playing team sports that you want to be great you put a lot of work in but it, your mind can't be focused on i want to be great because this is what I get out of it. It has to be, I want to be great to help us win. And I thought his performance on Saturday was a great example of that. You know, like he really wanted to win and that was a byproduct. Instead of you step into those situations where you're going into that game thinking like, I want to make eight threes. I want to score this many points. You weirdly play bad when it's that type of mindset. So it was, uh, we needed every one of them. We'll talk to Jason Edwards here coming up after this uh, quick break here on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Jason Edwards, when we come back, and then we'll switch gears again and finish up with Coach Hodge uh, and look ahead to Temple. That's coming up. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. There are three words that fuel excitement at Bill Utter Ford. Ford Truck Month. At Bill Utter Ford, we have trucks that are especially priced to move off our lot and right to your front door. Why wait? The time is now to keep on trucking in a new truck that's tough enough and smart enough to keep you moving and grooving. Let us save you thousands off all the inventory we have in stock. Stop by and visit us or shop with us online at BillUtterFord.com, a Denton County tradition for over 67 years. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. 
Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue, I-35 and Teasley and Denton for the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Now joined by the American Conference Player of the Week, Jason Edward, who had 37 against Tulane. I mean, my goodness, 37 points, that is insane. Was it, I want to talk about, I think Dave brought this up on the men's broadcast, the, or maybe it was you, the Wounded Tiger Theory. That when you're 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 down two very important players in Ruben and Bugs, that everyone around has to elevate their game to make up for what you're missing in the injury department. And it felt like in that game against Tulane that everybody, especially you, 37 points speaks for itself, that you guys all had to rise your pay to make up for those two guys being out. And my goodness, everyone did, including yourself. Um, I definitely think that going into that game. Um, we knew we were going to be at a loss without an all-league defender like Ruben and a sniper like Bugs, especially playing a team like Tulane. Uh, they play like a zone, so we knew that we were going to get a whole lot of open, I mean, open shots. So, really, like the whole team, we um, we never like got down about it. Like that's probably one of the biggest things I learned about our team is our extreme confidence in just the people that we have. Um, we never thought like we were going to lose, but we also knew that without two key players like that, like we're all going to have to step up and play our best basketball like today. So I don't think that I came into the game thinking like I have to do too much. I was just thinking I just got to do what I have to do to win. So um, I definitely um, got gym early that day, got a whole lot of shots up, was a little more focused in that aspect because I knew like open shots would come and I would have to knock it down just to compensate for the shots that Bugs would have hit if he played. So... Um, that's really it. I mean, I knew that I was having a, we're going to have a, have to have a good game in order for us to win. But at the same time, like, I never thought it was like just going to be a big game like that. I knew that, um, a big game from somebody was coming, probably Aaron or, um, Rob or something, but you know, it was me and I'm just happy that we won. Really. So <clears throat> prior to bugs getting injured, you were coming off the bench, but still leading this team in scoring. Having been a prolific scorer at the uh, junior college level, were you used to coming off the bench? Was there ever in your back of your mind, hey, I, I need to be a starter here, or did that never even enter your mind? Um, last year, I actually came off the bench to start the year, and then I transformed to become a starter. But really, it, it's been different coming off the bench because usually in my life I've never came off the bench, but I just accept whatever role is given to me, and I just try to excel in that. So I never came in here with an expectation I knew that I would have to work for everything and earn everything. So just for me to even have a chance to play, I'm just thankful for that. So, You know, speaking of, of 
earning your role and doing everything that you can to get here to this point. I mean, when you were at Dodge City um, in Kansas, you were one of just eight freshmen in the country to be an NJCAA All-American, one of just two freshmen to be named the first team of that list. Um, talk about briefly your experience at Dodge City, how that prepared you for the Division One level, and then your decision to come transfer here to North Texas. Um, at Dodge City, it's definitely hard being so far from home, but it definitely taught me a lot. Um, it taught me how to be coached hard. Um, hard to coach Spoon. He used to coach me really hard in practice, so that definitely prepared me for Coach Hodge getting on me every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it taught it taught me about just camaraderie as a as a whole. We knew that in the JUCO level, it's easy for people to to play selfish, but we knew that in order for all of us to reach our individual goals, as long as we won and we were team oriented, that it would all come. So Coach Hodge comes from a long line of, of JUCO background. When he recruited you, did, did that make it more comfortable knowing that he appreciates and, and can find JUCO talent like J.B. on Hamlet, like Tyler Perry, and now like yourself? It definitely did. It kind of made my decision to come here like kind of a no-brainer. Like I had a, a lot of different schools, a lot of different opportunities, but as soon as North Texas came to the table, like I just looked at people like you know Hamlet and, and Perry, and I just thought like, you know, that they did it, they were appreciated, and they they played like similar games to me, scoring guard, especially with Tyler, is not the biggest. So I kind of thought like this, like I can just carry the torch and lead the legacy on. So. Well, you're certainly doing that so far, halfway through this season here. It's uh, good to have you up here, Jaden. We appreciate you burning a little bit of your Monday uh, talking with us, and best of luck as the rest of the season continues on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Jason Edwards, he's the American Conference Player of the Week. We'll uh, wrap things up with Coach Hodge after this final break. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervasis Peggy Connors, White Plains, New York. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better.
You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next Back for one final segment here from Rudy Barbecue on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. Now joined once again by the head coach of the men's team, Ross Hodge. And, uh, you know, Coach, um, I wish we, w- we would have more time. I'm, I'm, since this is my first time hosting the Coaches Show, I'm still kind of figuring out the timing here. Um, but, man, what a – Jason Edwards, just a very well-spoken. You can tell he knows the X's and O's, very coachable, just – Seems like a great human being in addition to being a great basketball player. Yeah, and he's uh, representative, you know, of the group. You know, it's, uh, he definitely is that, and, and those guys are. And it's kind of what Hank alluded to. When you, when you know you kind of have the type of people that you have and leadership you have of, like, Ruben and Aaron and then, you know, Mulai and Matthew Stone and even the newcomers, like, you know you can challenge them to go through really tough times. And... um if you don't have this type of character that they have and the resolve and the togetherness, you know, those tough stretches, it can kind of, uh, you know, break you, so to speak. But I always felt really confident because of the people that they are, um, that, that we would bounce back and respond. And, um, yeah, he's, he's uh, no different than all of them. When you look, you, you've got pretty much a week off as well, another six days, just like the women's team does, uh, especially playing two games in 36 hours pretty much. Just how important, how are you going to utilize the rest time? And then I, I know it is rest time, so what's, what's kind of the early scout on this Temple game here on Saturday? Yeah, I'll be honest, don't know like a ton about them because we've just been in, like you said, just that 36-hour kind of whirlwind. Did, did watch them a little bit. They were on TV yesterday, watched just a little bit. Um, of they played Wichita, but didn't really break it down. They shoot the three really well. Um, I think they make about eight, eight and a half, um, made threes a game. Don't shoot a, a super high percentage, but they shoot a lot of them. They kind of go with the uh, quantity over quality type of uh, methodology from the three-point line. So, uh, But historically, you know, great program. Excited to play against them. Hadn't, hadn't played against them before, so super excited to to play. Well, that will be on Saturday, 5 p.m. start time, 4.30 pre-game show. David Hank will have the call on the Varsity Network app and KHYI. Coach Ross Hodge, appreciate you joining me here. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see you back here next Monday at noon on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show from Learfield. This has been the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Coca-Cola, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, and by Mellow Signs. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Mean Green Sports Network.